It's the Bradfield Weather Podcast, underwritten by McAllen Construction Company, your place for residential projects to snow removal. I am Dan Lavallo. He is meteorologist Brad Field. We are putting this podcast together on Friday morning, February the 18th. And Brad, I know it's where you are and it's where I am. And it's just about everywhere throughout Connecticut and Massachusetts. February the 18th, there's no snow cover. What's going on? Oh, it's crazy, Dan. You know, I was out to help my dad because he lives out near the uh, Fall River, Taunton area in southeastern Massachusetts, just out there two weeks ago. And Dan, the snow piles were over my head and I'm six feet tall. The snow is gone. I mean, it, it, it's uh, it's incredible. We were talking off air about how, uh, you know, it'd be fun to go out and throw a baseball around. It's just, uh, it really has that spring feel in the air. But you're going to notice, Dan, as we go through uh, week one and week two of my forecast coming up, that winter's not quite through with us yet. Yeah, that's going to be a disappointment to some people who want an early spring, but let's get right to it. Again, we're putting this together on February the 18th. What does week one look like? Well, uh, I was uh, I was awakened last night a few times by the uh, windows and screens rattling. Uh, my bedroom faces due south, <laughs> and we had a southerly gale blowing last night. Uh, winds on the order of uh, 40 to 60 miles per hour across uh, Connecticut, Dan. But this morning, as we're putting this podcast together on Friday, February 18th, we've got a major cold front passing on through. The winds have flipped around, if you've noticed. Uh, they've gone from southwest and south around to the northwest. And you're going to see temperatures that were earlier today up near 60. They've already fallen through the 50s in most of central and western Connecticut. They will continue falling through the 40s and 30s during the daylight period today. And then overnight tonight, temperatures falling through the 20s and into the teens. So a wild temperature roller coaster overnight. When I say a major cold front is coming through, uh, I certainly mean it. Now, tomorrow on Saturday, the 19th, we'll see a clipper system. That's a moisture-starved system that originates in Canada and usually rides east and southeast in the jet stream flow. This clipper system coming out of the Great Lakes may give us a passing snow shower or two. So I certainly do not think it's going to be a big deal during the day tomorrow, but you're going to notice we're still in the winter time. Uh, temperatures, uh, unlike today, which, uh, we had a morning high near 60, the high tomorrow will be more in the middle thirties. One caveat here, Dan, I think this is going to occur more to our North than over us. But there could be a snow squall tomorrow. What I mean by a snow squall is sort of analogous to a summer thunderstorm. All of a sudden, the sky darkens, and all of a sudden, it starts snowing like crazy, and you think we're in a blizzard or something. I do think that that's going to be more the case up into Massachusetts and maybe up into Vermont during the day tomorrow. But a portion of Connecticut uh, could see a snow squall tomorrow. So just uh, be on the lookout for that. It certainly would not be uh, a blizzard sneaking up on us or anything like that. Uh, I, so I'm putting it out there. So just in case it happens, you'll say, hey, Brad said that. 
Um, on Sunday, the 20th, Dan, high pressure settles in over eastern Virginia. It's sunny and seasonably cold. Now, uh, a lot of the schools are on break next week. Uh, I know my wife um, associated with the Granby school system is off Monday and Tuesday. It looks like Monday, uh, which I believe is President's Day, we're going to see um, a little bit of a warm-up, a, a massive cold front is going to be pushing out of Western and Central Canada. And uh, it will not be here by Monday, but it will be approaching. So we are going to see that uh, cold front approaching and in front of it, it will be breezy and locally milder. I think temperatures on Monday could tickle that 50 degree mark again. Now, Tuesday and Wednesday of next week, not going to lie. This is a difficult, difficult forecast because of this reason, Dan, that tremendously strong arctic cold front is coming but there is debate on whether it goes through connecticut or not it seems that the consensus of the computer models has that front hung up somewhere up in massachusetts so maybe up toward the massachusetts vermont border which would put us on the south side of the front which could mean that Tuesday and Wednesday of next week are sneaky warm. Now, I, I'm just putting this out there because it, it really doesn't make a heck of a lot of difference. It's either uh, mainly dry and fairly warm Tuesday and Wednesday, or it's mainly dry and fairly cold Tuesday and Wednesday, whether or not the front comes through. I do think, Dan, in this series of storms, if you think back to last night, that was storm number one with the rain and the wind. Storm number two is taking a little more of an eastward course, but I still think it's going to ultimately go west of Connecticut. So what does that mean? Storm number two will again be in the form of rain. So Tuesday and Wednesday, the front is hung up around us or maybe just to our north. So Tuesday and Wednesday are probably dry probably mild but then as that front sweeps through uh, the the front the uh the storm system uh tracks just to our west a period of rain is going to develop by thursday of next week that cold the cold air will definitely be in here by then so the cold air is in here on thursday of next week and then on Friday, we've got an interesting setup. So in other words, we're a week from today, Dan. We've got high pressure on the New England-Canada border, which will be reinforcing the cold air that will be over us that will have come in on Thursday. And at the same time, we're watching a double-barreled low-pressure system, one off the Virginia Capes and one uh, uh, around western North Carolina. And those will be producing precipitation into Connecticut, Dan. And uh, you want to ask me how much? Yeah, uh, I guess uh, we're not talking about rain here, are we? No, the, the, the progression of these storms is from west to east. So the storm number one, let's call it storm number one, that went through Thursday night, February 17th, Friday morning, February 18th. Storm number one featured very mild conditions, very windy conditions out of the south, and rain. Storm number two coming along in the Wednesday, Wednesday night time frame 
is going to be a little bit closer. So uh, the, the, the cool, it's not going to get so mild like it did with storm number one, but I do think it will still be warm enough to be rain. But that storm number two is going to finally tug the Arctic air back in over us. And with that high pressure setting up to our north on Friday of next week, it looks like we could be in for a snowstorm about a week from today. So Thursday night, February 24th, and Friday, February 25th, I am targeting as our perhaps next snow event. Okay, wow. I want to talk a bit about McAllen Construction, underwriters for the Bradfield Weather Podcast. Brad and I are so honored to have McAllen Construction as part of the podcast. Centrally located and servicing the entire state of Connecticut for over 25 years, McAllen Construction is on call 24-7, 365 days a year. Woman-owned, a small minority business, McAllen Construction has been doing snow removal in addition to residential and commercial building projects for more than a quarter of a century. Utility construction, site work, water and sewer repairs, installation, and so much more. Call McAllen Construction today, 203-758-3474, 203-758-3474, or go online, McAllenConstructionCT.com, McAllenConstructionCT.com. And remember, McAllen Construction also does snow removal for residents, commercial businesses, and state and local governments. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail. When you say snow event, Brad, what are we talking about in the amount of accumulation? I looked at uh, different models today, Dan. I looked at the Canadian model. I looked at the GFS model. And I looked at the European model, which all go out that far in time. They all go out at least seven days in time. Uh, the North American model does not go out that far. So I, I or any of the uh, short fused, what we call the rapid refresh models, they don't go out that far. But of the uh, the the Canadian looks like it went for about two to four inches on the Connecticut shoreline and something on the order of three to six inches through the Connecticut interior. Now, if you're a snow lover, you are cheering for the GFS all the way. The zero Z, which in other words means 7 p.m. run from Thursday night, last night, uh, indicated 16 to 21 inches of snow statewide next Friday. Uh, the 6Z model, which came out at 1 a.m., uh, indicated 9 to 11 inches statewide. But, um, you know, so any way you want to cut it here, the Canadian is offering maybe three to six inches of snow. Uh, the GFS model seems to be offering over nine inches of snow. So you, we're, we're looking at the potential for something decent next Thursday night and Friday. Um, I do know a lot of the schools, as I mentioned, are off next week in as a whole. My oldest son works in Darien for the Blue Wave, 
and they're off the entire week. But my wife in Granby is only off Monday, Tuesday. But I told my wife this morning she might be off next Friday as well <laughs> because uh, it does look like something decent is going to be coming through uh, on on Friday. The European, Dan, uh, I'm, I'm kind of discounting at this point because the European uh, does not seem to be uh, playing the magnitude of this cold outburst that's coming out of Western and Central Canada. And the way I can tell that is you, is you look at something, um, you look at the barometric pressure, this high is a sprawling high pressure system that takes up uh, thousands of miles. And it also, um, you know, in, ad in addition to being a very strong high pressure system, has uh, very tight thickness packing, which indicates how cold the air mass is. And so I really see this, this cold air uh, sort of uh, swooping in. Who knows? This this may be the this this may be the grand finale of winter uh, for the next couple of weeks, say until the uh, maybe March ten or fifteen time frame, and then maybe we can have spring take over at that point. But the European computer model is keeps more of the primary low, uh, doesn't doesn't play up the uh, the coastal low that uh, both the Canadian and the GFS have off of uh, Virginia. So the European is more of a rainy, icy, a uh, little bit of snow kind of mix next Friday. But the point is, all three of the models that I looked at have a significant storm coming. So uh, I, I think as we get closer next week, Dan, um, you and I will have to take a look. Maybe we'll do our regularly scheduled podcast on Thursday of next week uh, just to get a really uh, close look at this storm as we get within 24 hours or something like that. But in the meantime, um, you know, just go to bradfieldweather.com uh, and get your daily forecast. Okay, what you're saying essentially is winter not o is not over yet, which takes us up to week two. Friday, February 25th is where we're starting week two. What does it look like long range in week two? Well, Friday the 25th, Dan, that would be the day of that storm. Um, uh, the Canadian, the GFS, and the European all on board. Uh, the, the Canadian is more of a snowy, icy mix. Uh, the GFS is mainly snow, and uh, the European is more of a rainy, icy mix. So, uh, we will we will watch that storm and uh, we'll pin it down in the podcast next Thursday. But then as we head into Saturday, I think the last weekend of February looks cold. Uh, we will have the departing low up in the Canada Maritimes and an advancing high coming in from Kentucky. And between the two systems, the departing low and the advancing high, we're going to have a strong northerly wind flow over Connecticut, and it looks cold next Saturday. But we're we're starting to fight City Hall, Dan, with the steepening sun angle and the low the longer days and so forth. If you don't have cloud cover and if you don't have a strong wind, it can feel nice out there even if it's in the 20s with the, the you know the the strong sun but i i do think it'll be windy on, on next saturday so i'm looking for a cold day now by sunday high pressure over uh, north carolina a uh, west and northwest flow seasonably cold day um i looked at the european which was the warmest of all the models 
And next Sunday morning, Dan has a low in downtown Hartford of 12. So, you know, that gives you some kind of indication that that winter's still trying to hang around. Um, as we head into Monday, the 28th, uh, high pressure is uh, located over West Virginia. Should be no problem uh, whatsoever. But then Tuesday, March 1st, and into Wednesday, March 2nd, we could have another storm. So uh, the, the dates I want you to keep in mind, Dan, are Friday, February 25th for a potential big storm. Not going to say for sure it's going to be snow, uh, but it, chances are it could be. Uh, snow, ice, or rain, big storm on February 25th. And the possible uh, big storm again on uh, Tuesday, March 1st, going into Wednesday, March 2nd. It looks as though low pressure will be off Delaware at about 7 in the morning on, on March 1st. And it looks like a snow-rain combo coming into Long Island and Southern Connecticut. But the GFS model has mainly snow again for Northern Connecticut, Dan. And when you look at what the GFS is saying for that, that zero Z run, I told you about the 16 to 21 inches statewide on the February 25th storm. Then they have another three to six inches of snow for Northern Connecticut, uh, anywhere from say Middletown and Meriden points North on uh, Tuesday, March 1st, another three to six inches. You add them together, uh, between that time frame of February 25th and March 2nd, the GFS computer model is saying parts of Connecticut could have two feet of snow accumulation. So uh, th these are a couple of things we're going to have to look at closely. And, uh, we, you know, when we're out this far, you can't say for certain it's going to happen, but it could. So uh, after the storm goes by, it looks like uh, Wednesday, the 2nd of March, high pressure over West Virginia in control. It looks like a seasonably cold day, uh, but the sun will return. Uh, somewhat milder flow coming in on um, March 3rd, and it, that's in advance of another cold front. But I think it will mild up enough that uh, on March 4th, when the cold front approaches, uh, we should see a period of rain. So uh, an active couple of weeks coming up, Dan, and uh, the activity actually started last night with those 40 to 60 mile per hour winds. Yep, it was pretty wild to say the least. So, and we've talked about this on previous podcasts, don't put the snow shovels away just yet. Don't pack the snowblower in the shed just yet. Winter has a way to go. Yeah, I've got the I've got the lawn uh, tractor in the garage, <laughs> and um, you know I'm I'm just tempted to see if it starts after after the uh, the long cold winter, Dan. But uh, and it has you know January was a cold month, so we'll we'll have to see if the uh, the lawn tractor starts or if I have to uh, you know take the take the battery somewhere for a recharge, but uh, definitely getting spring fever here a little bit, but you're absolutely right. We've got a ways to go. It's one of those, um, it's one of those uh, three stooges dances where you, you take three steps shuffling forward and then you take three steps shuffling backwards. That's what we're going to go through over the next few weeks. It's going to seem like spring and then back to winter and then seem like spring and then back to winter. 
So it's this back and forth. And uh, as my wife called it last night, mud season. Well, I have to tell you, though, I feel better watching hockey when there's snow on the ground rather than green grass. Although I won't get into the Boston Bruins. That's another subject altogether with their paltry offense. So I won't get into that. Right. The, the offense is paltry, but I'll tell you what, and I, uh, I like the uh, Bruins very much. I'm a big fan. Um, I thought Tuka Rask had a, a fantastic career. Um, he really did and deserves a lot of credit. Uh, he had hip surgery and I had hip surgery. Uh, so I know I could not be an NHL goaltender after having the hip surgery, but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, you give the man a lot of credit for trying to come back, but I love this Swayman kid. I love Jeremy Swayman and, um, he and, uh, Linus Allmark, uh, seem to have a very good chemistry between them where they're both cheering for each other all the time and they give each other bear hugs after, after wins and so forth. So, uh, I like the goaltending situation for the Bruins, but as you say, need a little, little bit of putting the puck in the net. I mean, two games in New York and you score just two goals. Obviously, they need some work. But that said, yeah. as we as we put this podcast together again, it is on Friday, February the 18th. What does our immediate forecast look like? Well, we're going to see gradual clearing uh, for Friday afternoon, Dan, with a windy condition out of the northwest. And that's going to propel temperatures in a downward direction, 40s. 30s just after dark in the 20s and by morning 15 to 20 with the wind still blowing now on saturday a passing snow shower or two and that caveat about a potential heavier squall where it could look like a blizzard for about two minutes but i i think that's going to occur to our north clearing on saturday night temperature in the teens Sunday looks sunny and cold, temperature in the mid-30s. But again, with the sun, not much wind on Sunday. It's not going to feel bad at all. It's going to be a fantastic ski day on Sunday. Uh, Monday, mainly sunny and milder. We'll call it 46 to 52. Uh, The snow lovers will be depressed here when I say Tuesday, periods of rain, temperature 48 to 54. Uh, I am betting on that front staying just to our north, Dan, mostly cloudy on Wednesday, mild in the 50s, but I could be off by 25 degrees. I mean, it could be 25 on Wednesday, but I'm going to go for 50 plus on Wednesday. Thursday, I think the colder air will get in. Uh, Temperatures no better than the 30s next week. And I am going with the GFS and the Canadian model for next Friday. So I will say a chance of snow or a mix of snow and ice temperatures between 30 and 35. And remember, the GFS has gigantic snow totals for Connecticut. So we will monitor that situation as we get closer. All right, my friend, and uh, to you and Sandy and our podcast audience, have a great President's Day weekend. To you too, Dan. And I want to tell our uh, listeners that uh, Dan has been doing a lot of uh, broadcasting of basketball. Uh, maybe you've seen him on the air. I saw him and uh, Jim Kane do the UMass women's game on Nesson. 
And uh, I, I, you, you know, Dan, I, I knew you when. <laughs> now that you're a big Nesson star, but uh, you, you're doing a great job, and uh, I, I just want to tell you, keep on going. Thanks, Brad. Appreciate it. The Bradfield Weather Podcast has been underwritten by McAllen Construction Company, your place for residential projects to snow removal.